Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring, boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you, you, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Salt Lamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. High drive, deep left field. Man, oh man, oh Manny! Home run number 12 of the year. Manny Machado puts the Padres on top, three to two. Donnie O with a call. Don Orsillo with a home run call of the day. Manny Machado now most home runs in Petco Park history, passing Adrian Gonzalez. So there you go. Home run call of the day. Is there a better way to start the day? The answer is no. Thanks to FanDuel. For helping power that, power us, power the journey, baseballs and boring podcasts all throughout the season. Which, by the way, is going to be taking us through Seattle for the All-Star festivities starting on Saturday. Looking forward to that. Futures game will be there. Softball, celebrity softball game will be there. Draft will be there. Home Run Derby will be there. All the media availability will be there. Uh, and, of course, the All-Star Game. So good stuff coming up. Speaking of good stuff, and we had mentioned the, the draft, speaking of the draft, Paul Skeens we had talked about with Kylie McDaniel of ESPN.com. Hope you checked out that podcast. And this is what Kylie said about Paul Skeens potentially being a guy who gets drafted and then actually making to the major leagues in this same season that he's drafted. And Paul Skeens, of course, being the LSU pitcher. Here's what Kylie said about that. Is there anybody, A, in the conversation to do that this year, or B, who do you think is going to be the closest to the major leagues? So the one that comes up the most is Paul Skeens, because if I were if I were doing like a, let's say I'm a team that is like in the wildcard hunt, which is, you know, like two-thirds of the, leagues in ba- of the teams in baseball right now, and I'm ignoring service time completely. I'm just doing what is good for the team and what is good for the player. And when are they ready and whatever. If I signed Paul Skeens, I would immediately send him to double A and have him go like one to three innings at a time and just kind of get his feet wet, get him used to everything, kind of see how things play. And then if he, you know, 
does what he did in college, which I think is reasonable in one to an extent, send him to AAA. Let him face essentially like reject big league hitters, uh, see how he does it. And it's conceivable that within six weeks of that, he's thrown, you know, 15, 20 innings and is just dominating everybody. It's like, you know, 10 strikeouts to one walk or, you know, whatever it is. And then it's like, well, is he big league re- big league ready? And it's like, well, obviously he is because he's dominating everyone. In this role, he is big league ready. And if you told me tomorrow that, like, Pittsburgh takes skeins and puts him straight in the big leagues, throwing one inning at a time, throwing 60% sliders, and then throwing 100, like, on the black, I'd be like, yeah, he'll probably be okay. Like, I think he can do that. All of the other stuff about him where it's like, well, is he going to use his curveball and his changeup a lot? And, like, can he turn over a lineup? And, like, has he thrown too many innings this year? It's like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. But, like, one or two innings at a time at the upper levels immediately and maybe the big leagues is, like, totally reasonable. All right, so this is one of the reasons why everybody liked the draft in the NFL, NBA, NHL is because usually in those sports – you get to see the player right away. You get to see the player impact your team right away. In baseball, very, very, very rare. So we go back to 2015. Pitcher Brent Finnegan, 17th overall pick by the Kansas City Royals. He makes it to the major leagues that same year. Now, Finnegan is now, I believe, pitching the independent league. Hasn't really worked out for him. But the guy that a lot of people focus on when it comes to this conversation and this possibility is Chris Sale. Chris Sale is a guy who was drafted out of Florida Gulf Coast in 2010, 13th overall. And he was drafted by the White Sox. And then that same year, two, basically two months later after he was drafted, after four starts in single A and a few more in triple A, he makes it to the majors with the Chicago White Sox. He's the guy most people turn to or point to when it comes to the dynamic of a guy getting drafted and then making it to the major leagues that same year. So what do we do? We talk to Chris Sale about the draft and also about his view of Paul Skeens having watched him pitch and how he views that, who he looks at that dynamic, that possibility of getting drafted, and then helping a Major League Baseball team. It's some really, really, really good stuff. All right, and on top of everything else, we asked another player what it's like to get traded the trade deadline because I've never been traded. I've certainly never been traded the trade deadline, so I want to know how that feels, what that dynamic's like. I've used dynamic a lot in this podcast so far. I apologize, but, you know, the dynamic of this podcast is excellent. Uh, but we talked to Nathan Ovaldi. Nathan Ovaldi, who was drafted and, I'm sorry, traded by the Tampa Bay Rays at right before the deadline to the Boston Red Sox. So we get that perspective from Nathan Ovaldi. But first, here you go. Chris Sale talking draft. It's a good one, and it's also timely. So just looking back, you had such a unique experience with the draft. Looking back... What do you think about like where your mind was at compared to what you know now? Um, I would have been a little bit more probably patient and just kind of willing to let happen whatever is going to happen because, um, you know, there's a little bit more coverage now. There, you know, I think guys kind of know where they're going more times. Than, I mean, sometimes they're still surprises, but um, I kind of got caught up in thinking I was going to be in a certain area, 
and then that didn't happen. And I think you never know what's going to happen on that day, and you never know someone can have a last-minute decision, and it's like it's hard not to though because it's your future, right? So you're only really thinking about all the information you think you have, or you you know. And um, so I think I just kind of enjoyed the process more than getting kind of caught up in it. Where did you think you were going to go, looking back? Uh, you can say now, because like, well, yeah. who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I definitely knew, I, I, like, I, I, who, uh, Bryce Harper was in my draft. I knew I wasn't getting drafted ahead of him. Yeah, yeah. I knew Manny Machado was... But those are, that's high. I, 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 yeah. yeah. I didn't think I was going to be one of the top two or three picks, but okay. I... I I thought I had an outside chance of being in the top five, and I definitely thought I was going to be in the top ten. Really? Um, I fell, so I ended up obviously getting drafted 13th, and I was honestly a little, like, kind of, not, I shouldn't say upset. I was so excited to get drafted, but I thought that it was going to be different. I almost felt like I had... Um, like you meet a lot of people when you're getting drafted there, right? And so you feel yeah. like you have relationships and things like that. And I just felt like it was going to be different. Um, but then, you know, fast forward two weeks from that date, I get a phone call and they're like, hey, we're drafting you and you're coming. Like, if this, this, and this happens. For the white side? Yes. Okay. As soon, because for me, it was, I don't know. I had a two-month-old son. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. So, anybody in their right mind knows I'm not going back to school. Yeah. So, if anybody thought that I was, like, a signability guy asking for two, like, give me whatever you're going to give me in a plane ticket, I have to go, you know? So, um, you know, it, it all worked out in the end. And I, I, like, I would say once all that happened... Um, that's what I was like. Okay, this this was this was worth it. Well, so now again, now it's been a while. Was there a team that? Because you said you talked to a lot of people, yeah. and usually you guys like I thought I was going there. Was there a team other than the White Sox you thought? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm you not want to say? Oh, I'm not man, gonna get it. No, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus oh, because no, the no. guy that the scout that was scouting me, I still keep in touch with okay. to this day. Right. He's an unbelievable yeah, yeah, yeah. human being. I love this guy. I believe him. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if it was necessarily him. Oh, yeah. I really felt like I was going to a certain team. I, I had the hat picked up. Put it that way. Did you really? Oh, yeah. There, there, there is a certain team's hat that got... You did not have a White Sox hat. Though. It was not a White Sox hat. I did have a friend that ran really quick after I got drafted uh, to the mall and... I think he bought every hat, every White Sox hat that they had, just to make sure I had my son. So I do have a picture of me wearing a White Sox hat. Uh, I was at my grandparents' house, actually. And where's that? Uh, in Lakeland. Okay. And uh, we had some people over and stuff like that, friends and family and stuff like that. Uh, and But yeah, so there, 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 was a, there was a hat in the building I thought I was going to be putting on, and it was different. Now that, we, now that we, you will not name the team, we can say, did the player work out? Did they whoever the team? Again, I, I don't want to throw anybody. Uh, no, the I, 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 no, I, no, I, no, no, it's all good. It's all good. You know. so, so, no, I hear you. So, the other part about it, it's obviously, and I had um, uh, Kylie McDaniel of ESPN on, and we were talking about every year we say this guy is going to be have a chance to contribute right away. Oh yeah. And you're and you're and you're always sort of the guy that everyone brings up. 
I got lucky though. I got uh, that was that why? Why did you get lucky? Because I truly believe if I got drafted by probably any other team, yeah, I'm not. I don't think that that is that that it works out that way. It just worked out that Boston needed or Chicago, Chicago yeah. needed a lefty in their bullpen. They drafted me. They, like my, I think I felt like my development at that time was pretty short. Like I just didn't walk anybody. Yeah. You know, and, and the whole the whole point of pitcher's development most of the time is throwing strikes, right? Well that was the thing I was probably the best at. And uh, you know, so I just had to go and perform and not get hurt. Did they say right away that this was gonna I mean when they drafted you? Yeah. You what's going on? How we doing? How we doing? Um so Paul Skeen is a guy I don't know you're familiar with him. Oh yeah. Right? Well, so I watched his star that yeah so so this is I assume he listens so yeah. I, what would you say to him because he's the guy that everyone mentions about that possibility happening which by the way I don't it's like one inning at a time you know it's like you're not yeah. it's not pitch count it's nothing what would you say to him again I would I would just try try to a have fun on that day and just enjoy the process. Like try to have an overview of everything that's going on because I mean he's got to be the first pick, right? But but, to, but what I'm saying is that if they say we're picking you and there's a chance you're pitching in the major leagues this year, oh, if I was him, I, I, my, my phone would be in the river. Or yeah, like I, I would. You know me. I don't have any social media. I don't have Twitter. I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have any. Yeah. Instagram, all that stuff. I, oh. But you don't. You don't think a guy like put it again. You don't think of putting him a team if they draft him. And again, you don't know him personally. I don't think you know him personally. No. Right? But a guy like him, you don't think it would would hurt his development if they said to do what they did with you. No, I will. Because look at. I mean, the guy's built like a tank. The guy's got a rocket for an arm, and. I don't know who he, how he is personally, yeah. you know, but um, yeah, I'm assuming he's a good enough guy, you know. So, um, but you watch him and you're like, oh, that guy is close. Oh, dude, that, that guy's got a better. I mean, he's got stuff, you know. <laughs> he's, that's that that is elite level pitching, you know. At, just because he's in college right now doesn't make it any different, right? Yeah. If you okay, if you took him off of the mound um, in where uh, where is it? Not Wichita, um, Omaha. Omaha. And you threw him out there tonight, and he did exactly the same thing. You'd say, Jesus, this dude is gonna be. He's gonna be one of the best pitchers in the big leagues. Yeah, he's just wearing a different uniform. Right yeah, now. <laughs> you get guys out. You know, hitters yeah. are hitters. It, it, like, I, yeah. 100%. Last thing, does it seem like a long time ago? <laughs> it seems like two lifetimes ago. It really does. It seems like forever ago. Yeah. Well, you watch it? You watch the draft? Do you follow the draft at all? Um, I mean, I would say I watch, like, yeah, I see the draft, like, in the clubhouse. Yeah, but, yeah, like but it's like, I, but you, follow the guys you see on the college world, it's, it's the same old thing. Guys yeah. you see on TV, like, oh, I remember him, so... Uh, I wouldn't say I follow it like that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, this guy might. <laughs> yeah. Might keep keep tabs on him. Yeah. Yeah. And like more so guys that we like now like 
the Red Sox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The guys that we, you know, well, you you make you make. I I've, I've already confirmed you make calls to guys. Man. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you, how many? I know I forget that. You, you made a call to a guy last year. I remember. I mean, at least you made a handful. Of calls. Did you? Yeah, oh yeah. Have you done that a lot? Um, I wouldn't say a lot, but anytime they need me to, I'm, that's cool. You know, good for you. Yeah, cool. I mean, it was you know, it takes ten minutes and. You know, more so than anything, especially during that time, I was just telling guys about the opportunity. I wasn't telling them to sign or not sign. I was just telling them, hey, make, make the right decision. Don't do this just because you can, but don't not do it because you all, like you have to really look at yourself and, and make an honest decision of, if, is this the right step for you to do? Yeah. You know, because you got drafted in the sixth round as a high school guy, this year, you're going to make more than 20 grand, right? Right. But during that time, it was only, they were only passing out 20 grand. So it's like, well, dude, you're supposed to get drafted in the third round next year. Go back. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, hey, if you think you're ready to start your career, there's nothing like being in professional baseball to get ready to be a professional baseball player. Yeah, yeah. So- I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Great stuff from Chris Sale. Good stuff for all those people hoping and praying that Paul Skeens will make it to the major leagues, that we'll get that image that we saw of him pitching in Omaha on a major league mound this year. Chris Sale said, let it be said, let it be done. I don't disagree. All right, I uh, just want to cap things off. We had, uh, we had the return to the Fenway Park from Nathan Avaldi just the other day, and he is pitching on Thursday actually at the aforementioned Fenway Park. But what we asked Nathan Avaldi, just a quick conversation about what it's like to get traded at trade deadline. We've had other people talk about this, not necessarily the trade deadline, but what it's like to get traded. Um, always always a, a pertinent point and pertinent topic, especially this time of year, uh, when you're waiting, these players are waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. As much as we talk about potential trades, believe me, in that clubhouse, everyone's talking about who's going to get traded, who's not going to get traded, who wants to get traded, all of that. It's trade deadline time. It's trade season. All right, here's Nathan Avaldi. What was that, that one like back in 2018, if you can remember? Yeah, well, I mean, I remember I was supposed to make that start that day. It was supposed to be a day game, and I was getting, it was to that point where I was getting ready to go outside. And it's like, well, take me off the field if I get traded. And uh, they're like, no, don't go out yet. And then I found out that I was getting traded over here to the Red Sox. And, I mean, it's, it's unfortunate when you get traded. It's not easy. Uh, you're leaving one organization, going to another. But it definitely helps if, you know, that team's in first place. I can't remember. Do you see it coming? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I had a pretty good idea I was going to get traded to the Red Sox. I had no idea it was going to be them, but I had a good idea that they were going to move me. And, you know, we kind of talked about it a little bit, like make sure, like, we come in, we're healthy, we're ready to go, and then do well and get traded. But, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, to be able to get traded from the Rays to the Red Sox at that time was outstanding. And we ended up winning the World Series, and I mean, to be a part of that, it was incredible. And the last thing is just, it's sort of, it's, I've talked to other guys, it's great because you will have a team that wants you, but at the same time, you have your guys. That you've exactly. Been yeah, I mean, you, you, you all have that goal coming in from spring training of winning the World Series, and you're so determined to do it with that team. You, I feel like you never really lose focus of that. Then to be traded to another team, it's like, oh, Win World Series with these guys. Obviously, in 18 again, when I was with coming over to the Red Sox and with the Rays, I think we were like in fourth place at the time, going to a first place team. I'm like, yes, let's do this. Um, but at other times, it's just tough because you're leaving a good group of guys that you're, you know, you have it all set in your mind that you're going to go out and win a World Series with them. And then you go to another team, and it's, you meet a whole group of guys, like they all know each other. You're getting to learn them, and you want to have a good impact over there, and you want the fans to like you as well. And I think that's what, you know, you, you put a little bit more pressure on yourself to go out there and perform well, especially in those You were happy. good, though. I remember that. I mean, that, that was a bit of a big relief, though. Definitely a nice relief, and I think it makes it easier for the guys to get to know you and trust you, too. It's like, yeah. You don't want to be that guy who goes in and you know, go one in and give up all those runs. It's like, wow, we just traded this guy for that guy, you know? And to be able to go out there and do that, I mean, it definitely made my transition over here a lot easier. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field, and then I... Uh... I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.